0: All right, welcome to another episode of Dynasty Kings. I'm um, Jake Esses, and with me is Mike Valerie. Uh, usually our our names are on here, so I don't know why they're not. But you can find me on Twitter at Dynasty underscore Jake and yours is FF underscore Dirty Mike.
1: That's correct, that's correct.
0: Nice, so this is our ninth episode. We are cruising along. Mike's been doing some Debbie episodes on the side, crushing it, so... um Make sure you guys tune in on Fridays as well. So Tuesdays are going to be our, our football podcast as far as just NFL. And uh, we'll, we'll talk about rookies too, but not to the extent of what he's going to touch on on Friday. So he talks about the incoming rookies, your 22 prospects, I uh, assume 23 and four sprinkled in.
1: But, I haven't touched them yet. Eh, later.
0: Don't feel obligated. Just, just as right. you see. But it's all about prospects. So, if you guys are bored, want to learn more about college football, tune in on Fridays. Mike will get you squared away there. Um, Mike, what do we have? First off, how are you?
1: I'm okay, man. I uh, we're in we're in, well, we're in like three leagues together. One of the leagues we're in together is a dynasty league um, for yards per. And uh, I am I am the third highest scoring team.
0: Wait a second. You're in the yards. Oh too no, no,
1: no, no! Actually, we are not together in that one. My bad. We are I was not gonna together say I one. didn't know we were there's in that one. Yeah, okay. there's two. I'm in a separate
0: one. does the third know.
1: Highest, highest, scoring team, and um, I'm in last place.
0: Third? Oh, dude, that's ridiculous. <laughs> I know. I know. I, I'm in a league similar, um, where I think I have it's either second or third in most points, and I'm one in three. It's just like, man, yeah. and that, that actually is, brings me to a great point. And I don't know if you've seen this before, so I'm going to bring it up. If you guys have never played a format where you play two games in one singular week, you're going to play your opponent, and then you also play the league median. So if the league averaged 95 points and you had 96, and your opponent just had a ridiculous week, you still go one and one because you beat the league average. I love that. I think that's so cool because it prevents like, so If Mike built this just incredible fantasy team, but everyone keeps putting up incredible games against him. He's not losing every game because of that. So it's really cool. I'll play in one league like that. I love it. Um, I think it's a great format. So if you guys have never played that way, definitely consider it. Um, Everything. So we played each other this week. (laughs) I was actually shocked, man, because that's my tank team and, Uh, (laughs) it it is 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 (laughs) uh, I'm not trying to hate on you there your team's kind of been shockingly not great but I I did expect them to do better as well so it's not like you just built some terrible team
1: yeah yeah and just just talking a little bit of draft not draft a little bit of strategy here uh, just for everyone listening my thought process for waiver wires right like if I'm I am not sure who to put in my flex just for example um, my thought process is to one go look at um, the over-under, like the betting over-under for the total game to see if it's going to be a shootout game, like if it's projected to be a shootout game. And then I'm going to go look at air yards and see which one of my flex options are getting the high-quality targets. I like and, that. Uh, that's 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 my deciding factor when I'm stuck on like who to put in my flex. So this week, I was stuck between putting in... It's a two-flex league. I was stuck between Christian Kirk and Hunter Renfro.
0: You know what's interesting? I really want to look at Um, you brought up air yards and I want to look at introducing that into my model to see if there's any correlation there between college success and, and uh, NFL success. I I don't know if you guys know anything about that. I I build these models that predict uh, or not predict, but basically they measure historical data and tell me which statistics and metrics uh, have correlation to fantasy points in NFL. So the college player has an elite, whatever, you know, jump ball. No, that's not a good measurement, but like um, catch radius or dominate rating or yards per reception. So I measure all these different things, and I figure out what actually means that this player is going to be successful in the NFL, and we've actually found some really cool metrics. Uh, we'll touch on that more in the off season, uh, and You can also find some of that stuff on Twitter if you're interested, but don't want yeah. to get too into the weeds. Uh, but nonetheless, um, I think air yards would be cool to add.
1: Yeah, just one comment on air yards. So I, I think, again, you're the numbers guy. But I, I use air yards as like a short term metric, you know? Like if it's uh the rookies that might get the top quality targets but they're not like producing, like maybe Terrence Marshall or somebody. Anyway, I know they're gonna come down with it eventually and they're gonna break out. And then there's um and then there's yeah, just short term stuff like flex plays. But I don't know about long term, so you let me know.
0: Sure. Sure. Not okay, right so, now. Okay, so, <laughs> yeah.
1: Let let me um let me go over what we got for today's show. Um, we have drop candidates. We're going to talk about waiver wire ads, some buy lows, sell highs.
0: That's my and favorite.
1: We're going to talk about some individual players out there, and then we'll cap it off with giving you my Friday episode preview. All right. So let's let's go ahead and dive into drop candidates. All right.
0: Koenig Hello. found the YouTube. Fantastic, Koenig. Welcome, buddy. We are excited <laughs> to have you.
1: <laughs> okay. So we'll start off with, uh, with some drop candidates here. Now, this is mostly geared towards redraft for me, so redraft drops. We're, what are you doing with Brandon Ayuk? You holding on to him or you dropping?
0: Yeah, dude, that's such a weird situation um, because I, I've actually measured, and over the last three years, I can't remember the exact number, but rookies going from uh, – or not rookies, but players going from year one to year two, they improve. That's to be expected. Uh, especially for wide receivers. Oh, it's Tariq. What's up, buddy? Um, Tariq's uh, a good, great guy, and uh, we talk a decent amount on Twitter. But welcome, Tariq. Uh, we are discussing, uh, what were drop we just, Drop candidates. Thank you. Uh, Brandon Iyuk. So yeah, Brandon Iyuk, it's weird. So we, we look at these patterns between year one and year two. I looked at the last four years, so... Four years to the third year, third year to the second year, to see if these players were improving from year one to year two, and they were. Every single year, there was a typical, the average player improved, right? And it was like 26 points per year, fantasy points per year, which is good. So on average, you would expect Brandon Ayuk to score 26 more points in year two. However, that's clearly not happening, and that's not the case for several guys, uh, Chase Claypool included, who is a guy that I'm really high on. But so yeah, I get. I guess what I'm saying is. How do you, how do you just fade a guy who's going into year two and, and and dominated in year one? He looked so good, and there are other factors. you know, Brandon Ayuk, uh, Debo, and Kittle were never on the field at the same time. Is that correct? Wasn't that the stat or like maybe one game together? That's correct. And Jimmy G didn't play last year
1: with like right. I,
0: you know. So all those things affect you know his target share. But uh, it's just him and Kittle. It's been so interesting. Um, I think I'm more concerned with Kittle than I You know, we actually talked about this a few weeks ago. We said we, we didn't think that all three could, could uh, sustain that, that you know wide receiver one or tight end one status just because there's not right. enough, you know, there's too many mouths to feed. So I'm not dropping and Ayuk yet. I think I might be in the minority there, but I, it's just a guy I want to hang on to. Plus, I think we're bound to see more of Trey Lance here soon, and I want to see who he's got rapport with.
1: Okay, that's interesting.
0: I, I'm dropping because Trey Lance
1: is coming in. A dual threat quarterback. I, I expect to be less quality sure. out there. We'll talk about Trey Lance in a bit, but uh, yeah, because I'm good to move on for redraft leagues. I'm good to move on. Like I got short benches. There's better waiver wire ads out there.
0: Well, I guess um, that's what all it depends on. on who 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 are you adding to drop them and how deep is your league? Um, I'm well, not.
1: We'll get, we'll get to waiver wire ads here pretty soon.
0: Okay, and then I guess we can compare that to Brandon I and be good. Uh,
1: right. All right. So what about what about Allen Robinson?
0: I have one big game. Yeah, oh, four games. Yeah. How do you drop these guys? that Are just proven studs, you know? That's the part that, especially him. Right. He's got not just one year. We're talking yeah. a whole career. Um, I can't do it. I can't drop him. Uh, I'm not would, going yeah. to. Um, yeah, I'm going to hang on to him. And for you, so I, you know, it's funny because we had this conversation, and I say that three weeks is nothing. I'm not willing to draw the draw the line there. But I, and I don't want to create some. Silly threshold where four games all of a sudden is my threshold, and that's it, you're done, you know. But four games is, is the point where I'm starting to worry because we're now damn near 25% of the way through the season. Yeah, you haven't let's, done let's anything.
1: but let, Let's let like dive into that real quick. Just like, why is week four important to you? I, I, like, to me, like, it kind of is a threshold because, like, we've seen the competition against like good defenses, we've seen bad defenses, we've seen all the game scripts now. So we, we have a
0: pretty good idea of that offense this season. So like it's it's definitely that's a line a for me. Yeah, it, it's not a hard line for me. But So if it is a line for you, you should be dropping Allen Robinson because he hasn't done anything for four weeks. I'm trying to trade. I can't. That's too, yeah. too
1: he He's too much of a, of a vet, too much of a stud to like drop.
0: Yeah, so I, here, here's the way I'm probably approaching Iyuk and Allen Robinson. With four games and plenty of duds. Actually, Iuk did well two weeks ago, didn't he? I think he had 14 points.
1: Uh, a decent week like three, four yeah. so like thirty yeah, I test a A decent
0: week three. Um, so what I'm probably doing is these big name guys that aren't producing, I'm holding and selling it after a big game because they're at the point now where I'm nervous about them. I don't feel confident, but I think somebody might be willing to buy once they see that production that they they've seen in the past. So uh, it's just weird, though, and that's another situation because Justin Fields is going to be playing more, and we don't have a large sample size of what Justin Fields and Alan Robinson would look like. That's only one game. So Right,
1: right. I mean, his targets are going down from
0: 11, 4,
1: 6, and 3. I, I don't know, man. I, I'm trying to sell Allen Robinson, but I can't throw away either. Yep, that's where I'm at. I, I'm holding these guys. How do you feel about
0: Juju Smith-Schuster? Are you keeping him? What? Dropping him? In redraft, I'm dropping him, dude. He's, he's a guy he, – he didn't play as well last year. Uh, ben Roethlisberger looks terrible. Chase Claypool and Deontay Johnson, in my opinion, are the two that I want in that offense. Um, I, I don't think I'm keeping Juju. And, again, this comes down to who's available. Like, if it's Juju or Darnell Mooney, I'm still playing Juju, Juju. or Sterling Shepard. Dude, Shepherd. I hate Sterling Shepard. Give me, give me Juju. <laughs> for redraft, for redraft. Yeah, man. I don't I don't think I don't know. That's that's close because I'm not impressed by Juju at all. But um I,
1: Yeah, I, I'm with you. And with all three of these guys, it's the quarterback that's the big question mark for me here. All three. So, so I, I think Big Ben's done. So uh, juju was really not on my
0: rosters, but
1: now here's he's a question on any of them.
0: Do you think Big Ben is a starting quarterback for the rest of the season, barring injury? So no injury. Does, if he keeps playing the way he is, is he going to – are they just going to give the ball to, to him every game or are they going to give somebody else a shot? Dwayne Haskins most likely. I think it depends on their
1: record. Um, like if they find themselves being like 2-7, and seven, like, yeah, I think they should go and see what they got in Dwayne Haskins because they already saw what they got in uh, Hodges and – oh, Mason Rudolph actually is now.
0: They already they already uh, did that experiment, so. Yeah, I, Tariq, I believe. Sorry, uh, Tariq asked a question. So right now we're talking redraft. We need to split, sprinkle in both, so. I'm actually glad you asked that, and we need to clarify that um, as we're discussing. So, okay. yeah, let's let's clarify for each one of these whether that's a dynasty or a redraft assessment. Great question, okay. great question, Tariq. <laughs> I all of mine are, are, are
1: just redraft questions here for this one. So, I mean, okay. my next one's like Robbie Anderson. Okay. So, redraft are you keeping Robbie Anderson? So we saw an injured. CMC, I believe he saw eleven targets. We, I know you wish he went; they went to Terrence Marshall, but they went to Robbie Anderson. So, are you holding on to Robbie Anderson, hoping for? Wait, he
0: saw eleven. Well, hold on, Robbie Anderson saw eleven targets last game.
1: Yeah, let me just confirm that.
0: I don't think sure. that's right. Eleven targets. Eleven targets. I didn't know that. What, but he, what did he have? Three catches. Five for forty-six. Five, for, dude. Up. I- I'm good. I'm passing on him. You're dropping him in redraft, absolutely. And dynasty, not dropping him, but he's definitely on my bench. Right, maybe shopping him out. And I do yeah. that so high. We'll you're about, you're so. not you're not getting. Yeah, exactly. You're holding for a big game, then you're selling high.
1: <laughs> All right. Uh, the next one here is um, Brian Edwards. Uh, he gets a lot of off. He gets so much hype for no reason. But, okay, whatever. He
0: gets a lot of <laughs> it's hype. his draft profile, man. He hasn't done anything in the NFL. Know, but, a that draft. Profile.
1: Um, but right now it looks like obviously Darren Waller is on top. I, I kind of like Henry Rooks. We'll talk about him in a bit. Um, and then Hunter Renfro. And it looks like Brian Edwards only gets usage if it's overtime.
0: Yeah, Hunter Renfro. He's kind of been one of those guys who's just quietly productive. He's not as good as Cole Beasley, but he's that type of role player. Like He's getting oh, it yeah. done every game. He's kind of like in there, nitty-gritty player who's going to get the job done. But he's not going to give you fantastic fantasy numbers. Okay. I, I, I mentioned so, that because I see him, Waller, and – I see those two as the favorites uh, for targets. I know Brian Edwards can mm-hmm. get some jump balls. Uh, what, what did uh, <laughs> what did um, John Gruden say about him? He looked like a uh, ter- Terrell Owens. <laughs> okay, man, come on, that was a terrible comparison. That's what he said. He said Brian Edwards looked like Terrell Owens. Uh, hard no for me. He doesn't look like Terrell Owens. And maybe yeah. that's a Derek Carr thing, or maybe that's just not enough opportunities. But I'm I'm not. Yeah, I'm I'm comfortable dropping Brian Edwards. That is, okay. guys, I'm definitely. And What about Dynasty? Holding on to him? Yeah. I mean, again, it goes back to... It's so hard to answer that question because it depends on depth and who's available on your waiver wire, but I'm not impressed by him. I'd probably hold because there is a year two to three jump as well. Maybe hope for some... I'm probably going to try and sell after a big game. That's what it would be for me.
1: Okay. All right. We're going to get to uh, waiver wire ads and two more players. Um, Jalen Rager. Jalen Rager... The comeback season is it there or no?
0: I do like Jalen Rager. Um it's not somebody I want to drop. Um I, I you know, you know how I feel about Hurts. I'm a, I'm a believer in Hurts. I think he's a good good player. I think they're slowly going to figure things out. I think him I think he's going to be involved and I think he's going to develop yeah. as the season goes on. So um, I don't for, want to for re, for redraft. Uh, yeah, probably in redraft. <laughs> Dynasty no. Okay, got redraft got probably, got yeah. So I, I guess that we should probably like make some assumptions here. We're talking like a bench of six players and a roster of like nine. Yeah. Okay. Stuff, yeah. Sure. Yeah. I'm okay. comfortable dropping them there. My
1: last one is going to be uh Marquez Calloway. No, they're oh, all 100%. he's gone.
0: He is gone.
1: Yeah. Okay. Michael Thomas comes back week six. We think we thought last year he was coming back.
0: Man. So, so let's talk about I, him for a second because I love talking about Michael Thomas okay. elite talent. Right. No doubt about it. Gotcha. Um, but we saw the stunning pool this off season. Did you see, do you know how that all played out? I, it looked like a lot of drama. A lot, a lot it was of a lot of drama. He was talking. Yeah. He's definitely a distraction, but there was more to it. He needed that surgery that it was not a new injury. He needed that surgery this whole time. Oh yeah. the late surgery. And waited until the season started
1: until June, and, I believe. I'm sorry. He waited until June.
0: Right. Right. Some, something absurd. And so now he has this surgery, and he, ha- he misses all this time when he could have just had it earlier on and been with the team the whole time. So that's a huge red flag to me because I don't know that he wants to be there. And um, he, the talent's elite, and and definitely Jameis Winston's going to throw him the ball if he's there, if he wants to play. If not, you know. They, who if they let him play. play? right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, there, there's just so much to it. So I have a buddy who traded for him, and I said, Um, that was pretty bold. And I basically told him why he was completely unaware of that. So I didn't know that nobody, that that people were unaware, but Michael Thomas has a lot of red flags right now. He's a great talent, but there's a lot of red flags and and you should know that. uh,
1: Yeah. If you guys are listening, he also fought his teammates in practice too last year.
0: He's, he's a head case, AB 2.0, probably not quite as extreme as AB, but definitely a lot of issues.
1: He wasn't always like this.
0: It's just like this last year, something just happened. I don't know. I don't know. So, all
1: right, let's 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 move on to our, our waiver wire ads. All right, so my first one, the big one, I believe, is Damian Williams. It's yeah, it's a, that's a big one. It's a rough world one. out there for running backs. Uh, uh, oh, my gosh. Uh, David Montgomery, he's out four <laughs> to five weeks, so you have a guaranteed workhorse role for a whole month. That's four weeks. Uh, do, I mean,
0: how much fab are you putting in for this player, Jake?
1: out of what we got, a, we're going
0: hundred fab and how much do I have left? Like give me a percentage. Okay. So I, I say I've used 20 of my hundred. So I got 80 fab left. Um, I need a running back bad, maybe 50%. If I don't need a running back bad, 25%, maybe that's probably where I feel most comfortable.
1: What do you think gets it done? There's gotta be one team that lead that needs a running back. And
0: that's the thing. Like i I'd, I'd I like to conserve my fab, especially after the first year. Like, we did it in our league. I kind of just learned a lot last year. So I'm not trying to blow my fab on who was it, Johnny Smith and who was the other tight end. Oh, uh, man. Chalk, uh, Hayden Hurst, there we go. Somebody yeah, in our league spent all of it on those two and neither man. neither down. Bad. Yeah, um, so I like to be conserved with my fab, but I don't know what it's going to take to get it done. I'm just not willing to pay more than – Again, if I'm a running back desperate team and I have a very good team and I think I have a good chance for a championship, 50, 50% probably. Um, if I'm not competing for a championship or if I feel good about my running back depth, no more than like 25%. Yeah,
1: I'm, I'm putting in 50%. My expectation is RB2 numbers with RB1 upside for the next four weeks. I'm pretty excited about that. Are uh, you
0: ready to move on to the next name? Sure. Who do you got? Let's, uh, let's talk about Hunter Renfro. Hunter Rimf. Oh, yeah. We just spoke about him. So, yeah, I don't know, dude. He's just so inconsistent. Like, I I do like him as a player, but I don't want him on my fantasy team. Maybe Dynasty super
1: consistent
0: so far through four weeks, bro. I had him last year. He was not consistent.
1: Yeah, I know. But like, we're looking at nine, seven, six, eight targets. Like, that's
0: okay. How many catches? Six, five, five, and six. So that's good, but again, we're talking four weeks. I'm I'm just not super into Hunter Renfro. Um, I think he's a good player, but I'm not super interested in a slot player that doesn't have Rondell Moore type speed or big bodied uh, right. slot receiver. Somebody's going to take it to the house, you know. I I just don't see uh, Hunter Renfro as a as a great dynasty asset or or a redraft. There's definitely other guys. Yeah, I, well, I, I think in deeper leagues, he's
1: definitely a plug in for your flex, a very safe flex. Whatever the Raiders are doing right now, I think it's because John. Josh Jacobs is not very reliable on the ground, but they're throwing a lot more. Uh, Up until this past week, Derek Carr was leading the league in passing yards, uh, and Hunter Renfro is just, you know, he's the second or third option, however we want to look at it, um, in this high-passing offense. So I so I like him. I'd add him. I mean, I I probably – I can't really say I put 20%, maybe like 15. In that range, 15 to 20% that's what has got left.
0: A question I got for you. We brought up Damian Williams in redraft. You think Damian Williams is a stud? Do you think he's just a mediocre back?
1: No, I think he'll be a stud. I think he'll be a stud just through
0: volume and situation. Well, okay. So focus on skill here. I want you to just think about this. So, as far as skill, do you think he's an elite running back or a very good running back, mediocre in a great situation? Like, what do you think? No,
1: he's not an elite talent. Uh, he had like what that one good run in the playoffs, and then he had a one okay year. Exactly, opted
0: out for COVID. So, so I say that because they got rookie Khalil Herbert. Um, right. Damian Williams looked pretty good last week, but are I we don't talk to Day- about
1: Hunter Renfro now.
0: Yeah, that, I thought we were done there. That was my bad.
1: Okay, that's cool.
0: <laughs> are you? Were you good? Is that, did you say everything on him you wanted to?
1: Do you want? Do you want to add him? Because I, you know, I put numbers to it. Like 15, 20 percent. that you want to add no. Any
0: redraft? No, I'm good. Yeah, I said zero. I'm I'm good on Hunter Renfro. Okay, deeper leagues though, like multiple flex spots. Um, so now you're changing roster settings on me. <laughs> I don't know, man. Again, it just goes back to uh, who's available and, and and how deep the team is. If if there's, I mean, give me give me a player to compare them to. Jalen Rager. I'll take Jalen Rager. Uh what? Brian Edwards. Yeah. I'll take Jalen Riger. Market uh, Marquez, Marquez Calor. Let's just talk about some of the drops I get. Uh yeah. It's Hunter info.
1: Okay. Hunter info or Juju. Probably Juju. Okay. Interesting. All right. I'm yeah, just not...
0: All right. Let's talk about Khalil Herbert. <laughs> so so Khalil Herbert, I don't have him as a high ranked running back. He's like my 11th ro- ranked rookie running back, right? So that's not high. Mm-hmm. But he's in a he could be in a situation where he, he has an elite opportunity. He's competing with Damian Williams, who I don't think is anything special. Not that I think Khalil has been anything special, but we have a rookie and, and now an ambiguous backfield. And they just uh, they just traded for, who was it? I don't know if you saw this. They traded for a punt returner, a kick returner. Yeah, it was a uh, Jockeem Grant from Miami. Thank you. Yep, Jakeem Grant, who came over, he's gonna be doing strictly punt work, kick return. So that tells us Khalil Herbert's gonna be doing because he was doing punt return, kick return. Now Khalil Herbert's gonna be playing running back, uh, solely running back. And so I'm just curious to see how he does with his touches. Uh, is that a guy that you're interested in adding at all, or are you just you just good with Damian Williams?
1: No, i will go with Damian Williams. If I wanted to save some fat and throw like less than five percent on a player, I'm talking about like you're throwing that one two dollar bit out. Um, then, then, yeah, I, I could get behind that. Just, just waiting to see what happens to Damian Williams. Yeah. Damian Williams did have like a thigh bruise. Um, nothing to worry about, but you know, if you want to have that insurance policy out there just in case, but no, I, I think it's Damian Williams. So he's going to get a lot of volume. I, I agree with Tariq here in the comments that he's an above average, uh, backup that's actually flashed in the past. Uh, so uh, I mean, I'm, I would start him with confidence. Like honestly,
0: yeah, I, him no, in my I don't hate it. that. I was just curious your thoughts. Uh, I just I don't think Damian Williams is anything expensive. I don't think he's bad. I'm not saying that. But um just I'm just curious to see what happens with Khalil opp- Khalil's opportunities and see if he looks any good or, or what. So all right, let's uh let's uh you ready to move on? Yep.
1: All right, let's talk about uh Preen, the oh. backup to Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon is quote week to week, then he changed it to day to day. I mean we had this story last year, so I'm not really too confident he's playing. I believe they played Thursday too, so I think they give uh, Joe Mixon a day off. So it's gonna be a one week rental, maybe.
0: Who did who did I have that I was trying to that I was trying to trade Miles last last year? Travion. Uh, Travion Williams, that's who it was. Yeah, I'm um, like I know it wasn't Samaje. Um yeah, dude, I, I do not like Samaje. I don't think he's very good. I think they're gonna give Chris Evans some looks too. I d I don't know. I'm just that's okay. not a backfield I'm very impressed with. Yeah, he's Tariq thinks the same, but I'm also not impressed with. Chris Evans. I don't think he was a very good running back, so that's just a probably a backfield I'm trying to avoid, and it, it could be a running back by committee. I don't know. I don't. I don't think they prefer that there, but we'll see. What about you? What are your thoughts on that one? I like him as a one-week round.
1: Again, I think it's just a volume play. I don't see myself throwing more than like ten percent at it if I really need it. Um, but somebody I would bid for, it. And, and Joe Mixon always has injuries. Last, I think the last two years in a row. Yeah. So I might even, if I'm going to mix an owner, I'm probably spending more than 10% and it's going to be a player I hold on to now for the rest of the season because, you know, once an injury pops up, you're afraid of the risk of it, you know, coming back up there.
0: Yeah. All right. So I think this is a good question to address. I like this. Uh, Tariq said Chris Evans has an impressive player profile. Mike, do you know what I'm going to say? No. Okay. All right. So, so Tariq, um, you you know you've seen some of my models so while a player might have an impressive profile there's oh. specific metrics we want to focus on so just because he may be fast or i, I don't know exactly what it says um, but I, I can tell you that chris evans as far as being a um elite running back amongst his class so you want what, the things you want to look for are yards per carry their dominator rating in college their target share their Draft capital. What else am I missing? There's more. There's two more.
1: I wait, I wait One of them,
0: and then there's another one. So there's a lot of things we we're not are. looking at, and so he may he may look like a solid a solid back in some of these uh, in some of these different categories. But there's six that we're specifically focusing on. If you are curious what those are, hop on my Twitter. I've got the uh, the tweet pinned at the top, so you can just scroll through and see. But um, again, that's not like just my opinion. That's based on historical data. And it's actually been pretty solid this year, uh, for the most part. I talk part, about uh, during the
1: twenty twenty two running back class too. Like I I reference most of those numbers. And the one you're forgetting, I believe, is burst score. I didn't hear you say that one. Yep, that's it. Thank you. So burst score was a six. Yeah. And and at some point in time too, I think you have to throw away the college profile and just look at what they've done as a player.
0: So not that Chris Evans is at that
1: point, but Samadja perine Yes. Yeah. Like he's he's now a vet. Like I don't really care what he did in college. It's it's been too long.
0: Yeah, that's that's a that'll be a good question or a conversation for another time. Knowing when to throw away a draft profile, but um, yeah,
1: we'll talk we'll talk about that some other time. Yeah, uh, for sure. Let's get into uh, Jamison Crowder. Jamison Crowder, yeah, that's coming so. off the injury. He looked good. He always has been reliable. I, I think he's one. If we had to make an all disrespected team, I think he had to be as one of the wide receivers.
0: Derek Henry of course would be the running back, but you know.
1: I think Crowder's gonna be one of the wide receivers
0: on it. Derrick Henry is like he's a household name. Like people know Derrick Henry. Like a lot more people know Derrick Henry than James and Crowder. Like Derrick Henry's disrespected in the fantasy community, which is just baffling. But so but yeah, it's it's Proud, more Crowder saw
1: six tar- or nine targets on seven catches for sixty one yards and a touchdown.
0: So let's keep in mind that Elijah Moore was also out. Yes, he comes back next week. So Elijah Moore's been. Playing a lot, but I don't know that. Wh- how many games has Jameson Crowder missed? Do you know, off the top of your head, three, three. Games. Okay, so he's he's been out. So I wonder how that affects Elijah more, honestly, because Jameson Crowder's been pretty established. That's something to watch out for this week. Um, yeah, I guess Jameson's probably worth adding. Uh, I would think. I think I I love Elijah yeah. more, so it's hard for me to say that. But Jameson Crowder has a track record of being solid, and I'm I think that that Elijah's probably gonna. Take a backseat to to Crowder based on especially that you know we've seen two games with Elijah Moore he didn't do a whole lot he looked good in the preseason but not not much in the regular season so
1: yeah and it was interesting too because they start off against Carolina New England Denver all style defensive units uh, Crowder comes back in against Tennessee a very light, <laughs> yeah, yeah fair unit okay and they get Atlanta next and Elijah Moore should be back with Atlanta too so it's definitely like that whole backfield
0: or pass catching field
1: it's something to keep an eye on. So, Dude, so.
0: that's wild! I watched the game, and somehow James and Crowder didn't like pop up in my head.
1: So, Probably because that, that's though. like
0: Corey Davis. Go ahead. How much? How much you him? How much percentage of your fat? Do you do you give to him? Fifteen. Yeah, no, nothing. Maybe even ten. I'm not okay. not overpaying for Crowder. We we rather, know what he can do. Would you rather Hunter Renfro or Crowder? Crowder.
1: Okay. All right. Whatever. <laughs> love it. I, I love the comparisons. All right, uh, let's move on to the yeah. Let me, let's move on to the next thing. Brandon Bolden. Uh, so we talked about Dana White's injury last week, um, and who the next man up is. Some people speculate JJ Taylor. I believe his name. I put out. I believe you put out. Um, Ramondre Stevenson. I did. I think I said like Brandon Bolden as like an afterthought. Brandon Bolden is now the vet on this team, and. Uh, he saw six targets this past game. I mean, nobody runs on Tampa Bay, right? Like no one can successfully run on Tampa Bay. But uh, so Brandon Bolden only got one of ten for like I think zero yards. That's okay. But he saw six targets for six receptions.
0: Um. Yeah, I don't really care about Bolden, but you, yeah, you were right. Ramondre does get me excited. Um. What a crap situation because he got first off he was down on the ball on, on the play that they said he fumbled, but he got one touch on the year. That's it he right. fumbled. Uh, I said, I said that quote unquote, because he didn't actually fumble. He was down, uh, but they pulled him. That was enough, I guess because he knew he was down and didn't get after the tackle when the ball was recovered by the other team. He just let it happen because he knew he was down. They didn't reverse it. And so maybe that's why I got pulled for not finishing the play regardless of what he thought. But I, <laughs> you gotta give the guy a chance, right? Like one touch, that's not really a chance. Um, and now, now that another running back's going down on the Patriots, like he's got to get a chance, right? I mean, is if he if he's, they,
1: they, they have vets in line, he's a new guy on the block. Brandon Bolden's been on this roster for, I mean, forever. And but no one's doing he's,
0: anything he's, in impressive, so why not give the young like, guy a chance? Uh, he's he's proven it. He's he's coming and filled in just fine in the past. Filled in just fine. So yeah, adequate and decent. Is what that sounds like. Not good and talented. Oh, it's not a fumble on one touch, I'll tell you that. Well, his wasn't either. All right. So,
1: by the way, I would drop Ramondre in, in Dynasty. I,
0: I would. <sighs> would I'd you really? Throw that out there. Yeah, I would. Man, that really hurts. So, I, I guess what bothered me was seeing him inactive. But so now that these injuries are occurring, like, I definitely want to see if he's inactive again. And if he is, then. I don't know. Like well, here's the thing. So if they disliked him, he wouldn't be on the roster, right? Like he would he would just be a practice squad. Yeah, right.
1: Bill doesn't play rookies one. Number two, it's a it's the biggest running back committee out there, that's for sure. So I yeah. I don't know. I mean preseason made you encourage if if you're a Ramondre owner from the from the preseason, you're
0: probably holding on to him, but I don't think you can shop him out or that. Oh hell no, ain't nobody paying anything for him. Hell, I've no. actually tried to pay I think I I tried to get him on one league, and the dude turned, told me now I don't know what he was doing. But okay, all right. So
1: just for me, for Brandon Bowen to wrap that up, I, I probably wouldn't put in a fat. I definitely scoop him up when no one, when everyone passes up on him. Hundred percent. So because he looks like he's the man up when James White is gone, uh, and James White saw a ton of targets. So I think Brandon Bowen could actually be a really good option here. Um. All right, ready for the next name? Oh yeah. Uh. I, I forgot your tight end, but I've down Max Williams uh, tight end for the Arizona Cardinals. He's currently the tight end 12th, uh, and he gets targets.
0: I think if you're looking for a guy who's inconsistent but can give you that big game, I don't think he's a bad candidate. Right. Excuse me. Uh, the thing is, you're looking at Rondell Moore. You're looking at A.J. Green, DeAndre Hopkins. Like Those guys are going to be involved, and I – I'm not confidently starting him. If I need a if I need no, a yeah. a bye week replacement, yeah, he sat you know, he, he gets that, he satisfies that that need. But other than that, I'm not I'm not trying to add him. Maybe yeah, tight in premium. Right. I'm only looking at him as like a highway
1: passing option. Like, you know, I, I need to fill in because of bye weeks or whatever, but I'm with you. So nice. Zero fair from me, zero fair from you.
0: Let's talk about uh, Dawson Knox. Dawson Knox, what is he, the number five or six tight end right now?
1: I You have to check. You have to just let me know. But let me tell yeah. everyone else listening, though, that Dawson Knox is a part of the AJ Pound, DK Metcalf crew from Old Miss. He's like the forgotten member. Elijah and, Moore?
0: They were all there at the same time.
1: Yeah. And then he carried over to the Elijah Moore Van Jefferson crew.
0: That's baffling. So he, he is a part of that elite core. He's like the forgotten member. Isn't that crazy? Dawson Knox, A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf, and Elijah Moore all on the same team.
1: Yeah, it is.
0: Uh, Hold on a second. I'm pulling this up. And then I
1: think about the LSU trio, which is uh, Terrence Marshall, um, Jamar Chase, and Justin Jefferson, which is elite. And then the tight end for that group is uh, Thaddeus Moss. (laughs) He's not even in the league.
0: Uh, So uh, Dawson Knox has... Four targets in game one, three and two, five in game three, eight in la- eight against Houston, eight targets, five catches. So he's put up eight eight points is his worst week, and 20.7 is his best. And I think it's full PPR. Um, but that's pretty dang good. We're talking about the number five tight end. Um, I actually have a few requests in for him. That's a guy that I am trying to acquire. I don't know if he's available. What's the percentage?
1: What's the percentage? He's not, he's not available. Yeah, it's, I don't know, 20%? Ooh.
0: Okay. Like Man, that.
1: Yeah. But he's yeah. hard an elite to find. Tight
0: end. Yeah, an elite tight end is such a valuable asset in fantasy football. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I don't think – I don't know. Offense. Offense. Yeah. Like, like you feel At, good. It's not a fluke, you know. And I'm not saying that I am confident he's going to be a top five tight end, but 20% is worth that gamble to me.
1: Okay. I'll move on to the next name. We got Jerry Nichols. I put down. He's getting production. He's getting. He's getting opportunities here uh, for Tennessee. Let's hold see, on. Just say so
0: that. Okay. Uh, Tariq asked about Dynasty. One hundred percent. I'm trying to get him in Dynasty. Dawson Knox. He is a what young a, cat. Can you put a draft capital to that price? <sighs> that stresses I, me. Out. I wouldn't take <laughs> a second. If you I don't think insider, I would either. Yeah. Uh, that's if tough. You're a
1: contender I could probably play pay a second like if I'm like top three,
0: yeah, I think that's a good way to put it yeah, draft, yeah, that's what he said ah. uh if early it's a late early. second, yeah, probably uh an early second, I don't think I can do that it's just it's just we're talking about four games here, and I'm just not confident with that.
1: I don't pay for tight ends it's a it's a policy,
0: <laughs> unless it's a top guy. Yeah, yeah, proven stuff. That's pretty much how I feel. So, yeah, definitely a right. third. I'm confident with a third on Knox. I don't feel bad about that at all.
1: You trying to get him in a throw in like a bigger trade, maybe? Like that would be yeah. a good way to get it. Uh, all right, that's yes. McNichols. I I, I option him as like a handcuff at Derrick Henry. At Derrick Henry again is always invincible, constantly respected. You know, at me, but Jeremy Nichols is in the passing game.
0: Um, he had like
1: a handful of carries this year so far, so you've seen that. And I'm confident that if If Derrick Henry went down, that McNichols is next man up. And I think he, I'm, he could pass. He he can catch the ball better than Derrick Henry. That's for sure. So what do you, what do you think? What are your thoughts?
0: In redraft, if I own Derrick Henry, maybe. I'd probably Um, let it go. other, Other than that. No, I mean, so here's the thing. I'm a Titans fan. I watched the game. It was game script. We were behind, um, it was a lot of third downs that he was just running uh, sweeps out of the backfield. That's probably not a wheel route. Sorry. There we go. He's running a wheel route out of the backfield. And I think, I think that was probably four of the five, four of the six catches. Uh, let's also keep in mind Julio was out. AJB was out. Like our, our wide receiver corpse after those two is atrocious. We're talking about Nick Westbrook, Ikeen, uh Chester Rogers, Josh Reynolds, and who am I missing? Uh, there's another one, little guy. Uh, point is, they're not very good, and so I think that's why Jeremy McNichols was involved. If you look at the other games when we had those receivers, he wasn't very involved. It, it's just, just not a guy I'm interested in owning. I think it was a fluky game based on game script and based on uh, an opportunity that that's not going to be there whenever AJB and Julio are back. Okay, all right. Uh, I'm,
1: I'm done for dynasty buys or
0: for dynasty buys.
1: I'm done for waiver wire ads. You good? Sure. Yep. Uh, all right. We. Uh, Move it along here as long as I push this a little faster here. I'm looking at buy-low candidates now, dynasty and redrafts. I need a response for both. First candidate up is George Kittle. Are you trying to buy low on George Kittle
0: for redraft and for dynasty? Um, No. I'm holding and I'm selling high after a big okay. game. Right. What's, what's, uh, what's your concerns? What's bringing you back? Um, the passing game, and then you have three mouths to feed between him, Ayuk, and um, oh Debo, and it's just it's scary. Uh, plus, that's a team that wants to run the ball, you know. So uh, whether it's Sermon Mitchell, uh, whoever it may be, they want to run the ball. I mean, they did it went twenty times last week, and that was playing behind. So yeah, Kittle's. I'm waiting until a big game, and I'm selling them. I'm trying to sell high. Uh, I agree
1: with you just said there. Um. My only question is do you think he's a top ten
0: tight end option for the year? Yeah, I I think it's hard to put him outside of that. Okay. But I mean, the real threshold for me is that that top four to five are and he was in there, but that's elite. And then after that, we don't really care about uh, six to fifteen. They're all guys that are kind of producing, excuse me, the same amount of points.
1: Okay. All right, let's move on now. The next one is A Rob, who's in our drop candidate profile. I mean you both said we wouldn't drop him. Are you buying low on Allen Robinson for redraft
0: and dynasty? Redraft, depending on the price. Dynasty, no. He's old. I'm good there. Uh, if I can get him for the right pra- price and redraft, yes, just because I want to see what he can do with uh, Justin Fields.
1: Okay. Uh, I don't think he's that old, but he is on a, a
0: franchise tag, so he's free next year.
1: Right, does that intrigue you anymore at all?
0: Yes, that's a good point. I was wasn't thinking about that. Yeah, definitely. Um, Okay. He's also twenty eight, by the way. He's twenty eight. Yeah, that's what I thought he was. That's pretty old for a receiver. He's still got a few good years, but it's going to depend on where he lands. Um, uh, You know, you could have the Kenny Galladay situation, or you can have a situation where he lands in a high uh, high powered offense. You know, it doesn't. I don't know. So uh, that's tough. Maybe depending on the, it just depends on the price, really. I would buy low if the price is right. Okay. In both uh, and Dynasty. Are you,
1: do you think you could get a first for A Rob? Yeah, I think you could. Like yeah. easy.
0: I I would hope. I wouldn't sell for less, but I would sell for a first oh, yeah. for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Maybe we should put that in there too. Like what's our price point for these players? Yeah, draft cap was a good one. Okay.
1: Uh next one's Dalvin Cook. I believe he's like RB twenty something on the lead.
0: Dude. I okay, saw you- a stat. Go ahead
1: the same thing. Are you buying low for uh,
0: redraft and for dynasty? I don't think I am. He's, what, 25 or 26? Uh, I believe he's 25. I'll go yeah, I think that, so. yeah. Pretty sure he's 25. He has broken one tackle on 51 attempts, and that's not good. So I don't know if he's injured or what's happening, but he looks like he's lost a step. And I hope it's just a small sample size. Maybe he's just in a rough streak, but I just don't I've not been impressed. I don't, I don't think it's um, it's not, an, I don't know if it's an opportunity thing or what, but I just have not been impressed when he's ran the ball. I'm probably not buying low and I'm probably not getting him in redraft or dynasty.
1: If I could sell him, I, I sell him for someone like John and Taylor. I would sell him for, I try to flip him for a young guy and then like a plus, you know, I'm just going to test the market out. If I can get like uh, Gibson plus a second. I, yeah, you know, I think it's a good. You idea. You can still sell that name. That name is not falling off. He had a really good year, one, really good game this year. And I believe, um, I do I believe it's injury related. I think he was hurt, uh, the first game. Going into the first game, he was limited. Healthy the second game. Got hurt at the very end of the game, and you know was out third game. And like this is last week was just him testing the water. So I, I think he bounces back. Um, so I'm not selling. If I'm, I would definitely try to buy this low.
0: Tariq's out somebody. for blood. He said that, uh. Jake, you told me he's a stud. I should get at least two firsts for him, right? Well, you know, at the beginning of the season, though, I, I would have so. said that with absolute confidence. Um, I still think. I, that. I, I think, think you just need to. I think here. you just need to wait. No, I'm not. I don't think I'm overreacting. I just would. I would be holding here. It's not a guy that I'm selling or trying but to he
1: buy. Played, he played since hurt for twenty for sixty-one. He played Arizona healthy twenty-two for one thirty-one. Uh, Missed Seattle, whatever, and then played Cleveland on limited staffs for nine for thirty-four.
0: What was the last one?
1: Cleveland. Nine for thirty-four.
0: Yeah, that that's the most recent. Maybe that's just skew or like you know, skew in my opinion, but Okay. Uh, I'm I'm just holding there. If I own him, I'm holding. I'm waiting. Um, four games of small sample size, guys.
1: Right. Okay. So let's move on to Javon Williams. Uh splitting the backfield right now. I believe he's actually losing a little bit of touches, Melvin Gordon. Are you are you buying right now in redraft and redrafting in Dynasty?
0: dynasty 100 percent, without a doubt i actually traded um keenan allen for him two weeks ago and i did that because i needed a running back felt pretty good about my wide receivers and um and i I don't think i'm gonna pay that next year so i went ahead and tried to get ahead of the curve on that one i think javante's a stud but for redraft i'm not as confident you know i don't Melvin Gordon's still there. Melvin Gordon is a very good running back. He has been for a long time. He's not a guy that a rookie is going to come in and just take his job. And Javante's look good. Like there was a run last week where he was, he was trucking people, dragging people. It looked really good. Uh, but again, right. the opportunity is not quite there. So depending on the price again, you know, if I can get him in redraft, I probably would for that playoff run. I think, you know, he's going to pick up some more in the latter half of the season, but, um, Dynasty, hundred percent, definitely buying
1: in yeah, dynasty. I, I, I too, am trying to buy. <clears throat> I'm trying. Sorry, let me just say this: Melvin Gordon is losing snaps last three games. It's been fifty nine, fifty four, and forty nine percent. So not a lot there. But yeah, I'm with you. If I can pay like trade a bench piece, maybe even a flex piece, like something that's not like you know actively one of my like locked in starters, I'm looking to add Javante because I think he will take over. You know, maybe Melvin Gordon is twenty eight. Like he's a little more injury prone. Um. And so, once Javante grabs hold of this, this backfield, I'm like all in on it. So, would you in
0: Dynasty 22 first? Yeah, if I could get away with that, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, top, I'd probably what, do
1: like a f- first and a third.
0: What about you have a top three Dynasty pick for 22?
1: I don't know. That's so hard.
0: It's tough, yeah. I think That's anything tough. after fourth, I'm 100% all in. On, like you know first round pick fourth overall sorry and that's we're talking um we're talking standard this is not super flex uh, super flex would change things a bit but yeah that's probably it's what gone, i'd be willing to pay let's
1: go to the next one here um okay so I, I put in i put in this one Najee harris i only put this one in here as a buy low because it's not really a buy low he is like the most guaranteed touches next to like Derrick Henry in the league. Like you can you can lock him in your lineup and you know he's guaranteed like his workload for the week.
0: Behind a atrocious offensive line and a terrible quarterback, he's been a right. shining uh, bright light. And PPR, imagine, yeah, yeah, exactly. Just imagine what's gonna happen whenever somebody else is in there that, that offensive line improves, the quarterback actually open up the offense and throw it downfield. Like I. Love Naji, and I agree. I still think he's a buy low, even where he's at now, because that offense can't get any worse, right? Can it get worse?
1: It probably can. I, yeah, it can. It can definitely can.
0: Do you expect it to get worse with any changes?
1: No, no. I, I think Big Ben is toast, and he's going to look to dump it off after point five seconds. You know, right away, and I think Naji is going to soak up the PPR content quality there. So sure. All right, let's move on. He's uh, Chris Carson. He's having a rough week here. He's uh, Are you trying to buy low on Chris
0: Carson? I've never been a Chris Carson fan, and I don't know if that's some weird stigma I have, but it's just like I feel like that's a, a backfield that's always doing our, our running back by committee. It feels like he's always injured, and I know that's not right. I saw that crazy stat that was like Chris Carson's relatively healthy normally. Um so I don't know what it is about him, but I don't like Chris Carson. I've actually got some waiver wire or some fab in for um, Alex Collins.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah.
0: I, I saw today as a report that Chris Carson was
1: a, did not participate in uh, practice today.
0: Yeah. So
1: all right, next by low for
0: me is Robert Woods. Dude, that's a tough one. Um, are we still waiver wire? Guy. Yeah.
1: No, no, we're on by lows.
0: Yeah, let's change that uh, thing over there. I'm so bad. At them, oh, bro. we're a little behind. That's okay. We're not okay. worried about it. Um, dude, that's a tough one because a week ago, I told everybody, go buy Robert Woods. His snap count was incredible. And I think he did have a decent week. Because of a
1: touchdown. Mean? But, yeah. Yeah.
0: So his touchdown saved him. But I still would probably buy a low. All right, let me ask you this because this has been a question or a trade that's been floating around between me and my buddy. Rondell Moore or Robert Woods in redraft?
1: i'd have to go with robert woods
0: yeah same i'm trying to finesse that still just okay. i just there's too many mouths to feed there but um and right. not, sorry go on.
1: no no in both places there's too many mouths to but at least robert woods has been a part of the system for like you know a bunch of years yeah exactly it. uh you just know his time's gonna come uh clearly cups number one for sure but the production should follow robert woods eventually yep all right, let's uh, let's move on to the next one here. Uh, Antonio Brown dropped a touchdown pass against the Patriots. Um, had a monstrous week one, but I don't think he's done much since then. Little little injury concern.
0: It's funny, man, um, because there's three elite wide receivers there, and I feel pretty confident in saying that you got Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, and Antonio Brown, and Gronk if you want to throw him in the mix. So Brady's gonna go nuts pretty frequently. But guess what? I honestly, outside of Gronk. I don't want any of those players just because the price you're going to pay for them is more than the consistency they're going to produce. So maybe in best ball, but I don't play a lot of best ball. So that's not, I just, I don't want any of those receivers. I really don't, uh, I'm not buying low on AB. I'm not buying low on Mike Evans or Chris Godwin.
1: Yeah. If if I'm an AB owner in dynasty, I'm looking to sell. If, if he's not like actively in my lineup, I'm looking to sell. I mean, even as like, would you take a second his... for him? Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. That I small. would a third, no. Yeah, it'd have to be like a second. And I would shoot for a mid down second. A low second would be a tough one for me. Um all right, let's move on. Let's move on to the uh the sell highs here. Uh my first name here too. is uh Cordell Patterson, RB two on the year. I'm looking to sell. I I I don't think he keeps this up. Uh Wayne Gallman got some usage uh last week with six touches. I think Patterson was only on the field for like forty percent or thirty percent of snaps. I'm gonna pull that up right now. Yeah, but I, something low. I am. I am absolutely looking. If someone believes in Cordell Patterson, I am. I am trying to sell him like a second fine in IFC for a redraft. If I can get some sort of starter or one of these buy lows, I'm talking about like, you know, Dalvin Cook. I don't know. if I could sell him, if I can get him, I'll grab him. I, oh, I saw to- someone in one of my leagues sell so Alan Robinson for Christian Kirk. Oh my gosh so that's disgusting yeah i if someone believes in cordero patterson keeping up this usage i will be trading away 100 percent. it's probably it's committee yeah you go ahead
0: no that's just probably the biggest sell high there is like if you can get some elite value out of that imagine if you and this is probably a real opportunity in redraft or dynasty. so we'll say redraft in redraft would you flip cordero patterson for ajb
1: yeah if i could without a doubt i
0: need to bring it up yeah,
1: absolutely. Calvin Ridley, too.
0: Yeah, those are all, like, sorry, those are all great bottles. We should have talked about them. But um, I, tr- I would trade him for Chase Edmonds. Yeah, I probably would, too. I'm not a Chase Edmonds fan. I just think Cordell Patterson's stats are so skewed right now. Yeah, I mean, Chase Edmonds is uh, back in RB2.
1: He has solid work quality. I mean, he, he lives there. He lives in the RB20 area. So he resides. All right, let's move on to... Um, kenneth gainwell or are
0: you so Gain- high
1: uh, kenneth gainwell
0: two weeks ago i said hey guys kenneth Gainwell's was on the block and i'm not kidding well, somebody said the the, the snoop dog meme who i'm like you don't, <laughs> if you don't know kenneth gainwell brother i can't help you at the time it was ironic because he had outscored james robinson but uh and the guy's a jags fan yeah. um
1: so, so let me just, let me just go by
0: usage here. So targets, he's got three,
1: three, four, and then eight this past week. Um, and then for rushing, it's not. It's kind of all over the place: nine, six, one, and three. So he's looking at let's call it an average of five rushing attempts a game, and then he's looking at an average of four or five targets. So he's looking at I'm, ten opportunities to give a I'm not a two. big
0: fan of selling high on rookies. Um, Kenneth Gainwell was I think, he was my fifth ranked, maybe 5th six.
1: yeah, or sixth fifth ranked. ranked pick, back.
0: Though Miles <laughs> Sanders is there. Yeah, and I like Miles Sanders, too. Um, but it's got to concern you that he's still stealing, stealing um, touches and opportunities from Miles Sanders, a guy that a lot of people think is a stud, right?
1: Right, yeah, which me and you both are off of. But um, I'm looking to sell here. I mean, he's a fifth-round rookie. I don't see him ever being a workhorse. I don't really see him finishing as an RB24, you know, RB2. So if someone believes him and they want to slide me a second, I'm selling him. Like absolutely, yep. You, um, right you Hold way. on
0: to him. Okay. No, not, not in dynasty. Yeah, dynasty itself for a second. Redraw. What about, just what about a back end second? Probably not. I want at least a okay. mid or early because just because you're kind of hoping that your your back end second round pick does what Kenneth Gainwell doing.
1: I probably I'd, probably I'd take Ellis back end second.
0: Yeah. Hmm.
1: I would. So okay. that'd be
0: almond raw right now.
1: Yeah, but this class yeah. is deeper. It's not as top heavy, but this class coming up is deeper.
0: Gotcha. That's fair.
1: Okay. So uh <laughs> drop my phone. <laughs> uh the next one up is Mike Williams. Hey I finally had a dud week. So incredible. Are we back to seeing the old Mike Williams or are we staying true?
0: This is the guy that I truly believe is having a fifth year breakout. And I don't think that's the norm. I don't think that's Typical thing. I think that he's good to go, and I think he's going to sustain this value. I mean, not quite where he's at, but he's not going to be far off. And the reason I believe that, um, excuse me, I did a quote or a tweet the other day, and I was talking about new offensive coordinator was a coach for the Saints when Michael Thomas was there, right? Uh, During Michael Thomas's best year. I can't think of the guy's name, so forgive me. Offensive coordinator for the um, Chargers now. But anyways, um, if you look at Mike Williams' average – depth of target um the previous four years compared to his fifth year it's almost cut in half so they're doing completely different things with mike williams and it seems like they've unlocked him this isn't a guy that they're throwing the deep ball to every you know three or four times a game they're giving more slants and just different routes that aren't as deep and he's he's succeeding there Uh, i think he's i think he's gonna continue to do so that's a that's a guy that i'm not selling high i'm holding mike williams for sure in dynasty and redraft
1: Okay, I I'm looking to sell. I'm looking to capitalize while I can. Uh, not that I don't believe in him. I know, it's, like I said, I don't believe in keeping this this one value. So if I could flip him for like a first, I'm doing it. Uh, I'm holding it for a second. Quality is too good right now. He's probably he's probably helping you lead your to your championship right now. Um, but Enrique you would sell too. for a I'm, second?
0: Uh, no, I would not. I sell him for oh. first. Oh, yeah. Okay, that a first is fair. Uh, that's kind of yeah. where the value like I see.
1: Right, and then I would for redraft. Yeah. If I'm a contender, I'm trying to buy for a second. I'm not giving up at first, <laughs> uh, but cause I, I don't know where it's going next year. I don't know if he's going to keep this up. He's he's done these like three game like stunts before he did one last year where he was like, went off for three or four games and then he but disappeared not this, again.
0: But the average depth of target is much different. He's in a much different offense and the offensive coordinator said he was going to do this. This isn't yeah. like, so that's, that says a lot to me when it wasn't just coach speak, they said they were going to do it. Followed through. Now we see the results. Okay, so and then redraft. <laughs> okay. I'm looking. All right, <laughs> all right. <laughs> I mean it's
1: a indicator. I like that, but yeah. I don't understand why it disappeared this last game. I, I don't know. Sure, no, so, that's fair. Um, and yeah, redraft. I'm I'm probably looking to sell for a pretty high quality receiver, like a like a Terry Terry. I'm looking for, to
0: like trade him for one of the other like top. Well, yeah, I would probably do that as well. A guy with a track record who's in yeah. the same va- you know the same boat, but. If, if we're talking about selling high, I mean, I, I don't know. It just depends on who you're getting for them. All right, like a proven can... stud, yeah, I'll take that.
1: I'm going to pull up some names for a sec. You got to bear with me here.
0: No, you're good. We can hang out. We got Tariq says our first. Uh, oh, Stefan Steph. Diggs, redraft. redraft. Nope. Hanging on redraft. to him.
1: Okay. High powered um, offense,
0: history. Loved, I love Stefan Diggs. Ty Lockett, who's slowing down a little bit. Um,. He is consistently inconsistent, but also consistently a top player. So even though he has games that are duds, his big games make him worth it. In my opinion, he's an absolute cannon in best ball. But uh, right. no, I'm not trying to sell him.
1: Okay, so just I'm, by the way, if i list, we're just doing this for a redraft now. Uh, Amari Cooper.
0: Uh, buying. Okay. Buy, sell, hold. Is, uh, that where, is that how we're approaching this?
1: No, no. If you're gonna trade like Mike Williams for him.
0: Oh, oh, sorry. Uh, no, yeah, I'm Mark? taking. I'll take Amari.
1: Okay, Mike Williams or Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley. You have been an insane sound. He said that a
0: month ago. Or Calvin no, Ridley? sorry, my bad. The other way around.
1: I'm messing up. All right, oh yeah, I'm good. I'm good to move on. I'm good
0: to move on. <laughs> yeah, let's move on. We only got a couple minutes, anyways. So let's finish
1: this off. Okay. Let's. Uh. How about we go to these names here? Just talk briefly about these names we got on this list here. Okay. Just about our ahead. reaction for the week. All right, Jonathan Taylor finally saw his breakout. Um, Jonathan
0: Taylor Taylor, baby.
1: Yeah, no, it's actually his middle name. He actually is JTT.
0: Is it with his middle name?
1: I can't remember. Dude. I got to look it up, but it's, it's JTT.
0: All right, we'll, 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 I'll look it up later. We'll okay. assume it's All right. right. <laughs> uh, yeah, initial reaction is fantastic. Glad he had a great game. Yeah, um, But also the Colts are garbage, and if it takes them to be in the lead for JT to have a good game, that's concerning to me. Um, because that was game script, and I actually just traded for Jonathan Taylor, so I hope it's an, not just a one-off, but... Okay, so redraft top top 12 still? Yeah, absolutely. Okay,
1: uh, Dynasties, he's still top six. Oh, he's,
0: he's even higher in, D- in Dynasty because he's going to get Quentin Nelson back. Okay. They're going to improve. All right, so you're not overly worried? No, just more concerned for this year.
1: Okay, I do think there's greener grass...
0: Yep. Finger passes that whatever. Yep. All right. Next we're
1: on to Trace uh, Ehrman.
0: You would. Uh, 18 touches looked a lot better. Um, I thought this is interesting. Everyone wanted to condemn Trey Sermon after his very mediocre first game. But mm-hmm. he's actually got six less touches than um Elijah Mitchell, but he's averaging more yards per carry. So mm-hmm. and if you take out the big chunk play, I don't like to do that, but if you were, then that yards per carry for Trey is much higher trey sermon's longest runs 11 yards and uh elijah mitchell's like 37 but that's not a bad thing in my opinion it's just something yeah. bringing up
1: who did trey sermon go off against or
0: sure. eliza mitchell so trey
1: played seattle yeah be, elijah played... I'm, i'd be i'd be guessing okay i got you i got you um detroit okay they're both weak defenses whatever yeah okay all right I. I'm still on the fence. I'm waiting to see Jeff Wilson enters the fold here pretty soon.
0: Yeah, yeah, that'll be interesting to see. How the, it's the whole thing's just interesting. We'll see how it plays out. I'm, yeah, I'm not overly as confident as I was, but I definitely feel better after this last week. I wouldn't feel confident starting either
1: one, but I had to start one. Who you, who would you start this next week?
0: Because they're both back. Trace Erman, I just gut, okay. I guess. But that's we'll not, a, not that's not confident. <laughs> I will very openly and honestly state that.
1: All right, next one's up here is uh, Zach Wilson, Corey Davis. So we finally saw Zach Wilson have a good game. Uh, Corey Davis is currently his go-to end zone target. As an owner of like Dynasty, Zach
0: Wilson, how are you feeling? Eh, I don't know. Okay. I do much, dude. That, I just feel eh about all the quarterbacks. Really, I mean. Right. I like I like Mac Jones, but that average depth of targets stupid low. Trevor Lawrence has a insane head coach. Trey Lance still looks very untidy. I don't know. I, I don't want to get into the weeds, but also if we're going to talk about uh, Zach Wilson, let's talk about Corey Davis because Corey Davis had a nice revenge game against my Titans. Um, looked good, and again he does look like the clear target there. I like Corey Davis, not as high on Zach Wilson.
1: Uh, We'll we'll see about Elijah Moore, though, at the second half of the year. Um, We have a question here I'm going to put up on the screen uh, from Tariq Can you guys help me with Jamar? Some people are saying he could push himself into being a top five dynasty wide receiver. you think I could flip him for Diggs, DK, or JJ, maybe Terry plus? I'll answer this because I actually try to shop DK. I shouldn't say I shop. One of our lead mates came to me asking for DK Metcalf, and I countered with I want a trade that involves Jabbar Chase and I asked for plus, and he, I misheard him. By the way, he wasn't offering me Kittle plus Chase, but um, I
0: still wouldn't do that.
1: I, I redid my dynasty rankings this morning. Actually, yeah. I came out with DK as wide receiver five, and I came out with Jamar Chase as wide receiver eight. I think so, that's
0: totally reasonable.
1: So that they're in the same tier for me. So if you could, if you could flip him for Chase, I, I feel pretty good about him. He stuck to Joe Burrow for four years. Uh, if you can get Oh, you have Chase trying to get rid of Chase. I, I, okay. sorry. I'm excited. I think you could. You could definitely get him for DK. I wouldn't do it for Diggs. Um, but yeah, I will look at Justin Jefferson and uh, Terry. will Terry McLaurin's um, quarterback situation is up in the air for the future. So I would much rather Jamar than Terry. That's
0: for sure. For me, that is. I uh, and I like Jamar. Jamar was my wide receiver one for this class. But T Higgins is gonna. He's gonna. Push him for targets every week. Um, again, we and we like Joe Burrow, and they have that rapport. But he also has that rapport with T. Higgins now. So uh, Tyler Boyd's no scrub either. So with that said, I'm taking Diggs, DK, and JJ all over Jamar. Um, Diggs is probably the lowest ranked on there for me in Dynasty. Uh, definitely, definitely DK and JJ. Those are top three for me. Um, yeah, and that's probably not a bad idea. Jamar Chase has looked good with T there, but. It's those, just, those
1: touchdowns too. Like, I mean, you can't really bank on those touchdowns every week. But yeah. I, I would feel good about Jamar's whole future because he's locked in with his quarterback. They have rapport. Uh we we answered the question when they're all on the field. It's clearly Tyler Tyler Boyd that's the one suffering. Yeah. So um yeah. So I one, if I own Jamar, I'm feeling confident for like the next 10 years. And two, if you want to flip him for a DK or JJ, I think that's fine. Like that's kind of they're all in the same tier to me.
0: So uh, I'll add to that real quick just because I'm also probably not Terry. I think Jamar is actually probably right there with Terry McLaurin. I I value those two about the same. But um, Jamar Chase has four touchdowns through four games, and I don't think that's sustainable when you bring T. Higgins back into the picture. Uh, And I know he's been there aside from one game or two games, but I don't think that's sustainable. So uh, that's part of the reason I think you're good to trade him for any of those guys outside of Terry.
1: Yeah, so if you're if you're looking to compete, maybe training for the veterans, if you're not a competitor, uh, you know, that's up to you. But I'm I'm with you too. And JJ and Jamar Chase are the only two people I can remember that are being constantly compared to Randy Moss lately. Like I just don't feel like I've heard I hear a lot of Tiger comparisons for speed every year, but I don't really feel like I hear a lot of comparisons for Randy Moss every year. No. All right, let's let's move on to uh Schultz tight end one. I think he's a locked in like tight end one. He's yeah, the excited, guy.
0: that makes me feel. <laughs> we went back and forth you and I on Blake Jarwin and uh, yeah. Dalton Schultz all last year but um but I, but I was with you it was it was one of the situations where I agreed that Blake Jarwin had the talent he was just older uh, but at the same time we saw Dalton Schultz had that rapport while they were playing together and had a very good fantasy year, even with uh without Dak but right Dalton Schultz yeah I feel confident with him I'm actually starting mm-hmm. him in a couple leagues and yeah, I feel good about him.
1: Yeah, him and Jarwin started pretty even but these last two weeks it's been an absolutely the show. All right, let's uh, let's move on to uh, Sam Darnold and the Carolina pass Catchers. Sam Darnold's like I think QB six right now, or four depending on your format. Um, I think he stays there. I think he stays in the QB one territory, but he he looks good. Uh, he looks good. He is a great wide receiver Throw to I mean, even with CMC out, he's got it done. Um, and he has a super easy schedule like the whole year. So I, I think he's locked in, and um, we already talked about Robbie Anderson. So we already got to talk about pass catchers. Uh,
0: would you drop Terrence Marshall and redraft? Yep, absolutely. Break. I nice. think I already did it. Actually, what do you want for what would you? <laughs> it sounds like I'm going to try and trade you for him. What What would you uh, trade him for in dynasty? Say you add him on your dynasty team. Would you take take a a mid second for him? I would no. I would
1: need a first. I would need a first for him. It could, it could be a really back-end first, but yeah. I wouldn't trade him for a second. I'm still
0: right there with you, holding on to him. Yeah, I'm not
1: too worried about it. If someone does, like, even a back-end first, you don't want to do that. I think that's fine. But if you, if it feels like a mid to early first, absolutely. Without a ahead. doubt.
0: That's not even, yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, okay.
1: Um, see, two back-to-back games after I condone them. Um, <sighs>
0: Everybody, see, did. back.
1: Yeah, is he back to
0: the top 5? Me no, I don't think so. Not I still content. just so inconsistent in my opinion with um, he's not been that inconsistent, but I mean, as far as Pollard working into that backfield, you don't know who's going to be the guy. Then and Pollard's and Pollard's earned and will continue to get those, some of those touches. So I'm yeah. I'm good on Zeke. Yeah.
1: I'm with you. I'm not a big fan of Zeke long-term. I'm not
0: a fan of split fields. and uh, I mean,
1: he did play against two solid defenses in Philadelphia and Carolina. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I, I guess we'll see. But he's still outside my top 10. He's probably still an RB2, by high-end. Yep, agreed. All right. <clears throat> Kareem Hunt, he's currently RB5.5 PPR. OBJ looked good in his one, one game back last week. This week, he looked pretty pretty not great. I shouldn't say him. Here's my thoughts. Kareem Hunt, I don't think he's saying that. Just going to have some games. It's very touchdown dependent. Um, But I think he's going to kind of do what he did last year and end up in the RB2 category. I'm going to feel good starting him every week. um, But in a pinch, he's going to come through for you. OBJ looked great his first game back. Um, I would feel good about it. Now, what I don't feel good about is Baker Mayfield throwing to him. So. Rest of the season is OBJ like a wide receiver three to you?
0: Uh yeah, probably about that. It's just not I'm just not a huge fan. Uh okay. I was four years ago, but here we are in twenty twenty-one. I'm good on OBJ. Kareem Hunt, he's looked good, but it's just I don't know. I Chubbs Chubb's there. Kareem Hunt's just not a guy I I, I have many shares of. I'm just He's been good, but I just not a guy that gets me excited and just not somebody I'm trying to trade for. Yeah, same, same. Um
1: OBJ for me is outside wide receiver three category because of Baker Mayfield. If Baker Mayfield was throwing accurately, he would be in that wide receiver three category, but not wide receiver two upside. Uh moving on to Todd Lockheed. We actually already talked about let's move on to Trey Lance. Might be the starter. Are we excited about that
0: in any way? In, yeah, you probably already know what I'm going to say. I'm going to say it anyways. I'm excited because Trey Sermon's best years were with Justin Fields. Best Best year in college was with uh, Justin Fields, who ran a spread offense, similar to what I expect the uh, 49ers to use with Trey Lance under center. So I, I think it's going to benefit Trey Sermon, uh, who already had a decent week with Jimmy G. You get him in an offense he's more comfortable in, I, I think it it sets him up for a better year. And I also think that was probably part of the process um, in which brought him brought him to, to the 49ers. They saw, they drafted Trey Lance and said, okay, well now we've got Trey Sermon who ran the same type of offense with the same style quarterback. Makes a lot of sense. So I don't know if that's me reaching, but um, it makes sense. We have the, the, not the data, but we have a sample size that suggests that that could be the case. So i'm curious to see how that one plays out yeah
1: i i am too i'm curious to see how this plays out i'm not expecting a lot if you take away that random open debo play the only thing you're really excited about for him was that seven rushes for 41 um but we'll see
0: i guess i didn't say anything about trey lance he looks super mediocre (laughs) uh so i don't know um it's just a guy that i'm waiting and seeing on for sure all right two more two more cd lamb he slowed down
1: I don't know about you, but I had him as a preseason back in, wide receiver one. Uh, I think currently he's a uh, back in two, only four weeks. But are you concerned with him kind
0: of disappearing these last two weeks? No, it's it's what I expected, man. It's going to be between Amari and CD every week. Uh, both are going to have fantastic weeks. And while one's showing out, the pr- other's probably going to take, you know, a back seat. Uh,
1: but both well, are Amari, Amari hasn't showed out the last two weeks either. It's been your boy Schultz.
0: Well, that's also Zeke. true. Amari had a good week though. I think he finished with like sixteen. Yeah, yeah he had a like touchdown.
1: That. So it was like three for sixteen, a touchdown. Okay, so
0: yeah, I'm, I'm still and also Amari was injured. I think so. It probably played into that. But yeah. I, yeah, I'm I'm taking Amari still. I I have them ranked very similarly for uh, redraft.
1: Okay, I am a little disappointed in C.D. Lamb here. I don't think he gets back to our tier one. I think he's he's probably a two, and I, I think it's just because Dak spreads it around. Um just kind of ride the hot hand. So he's gonna have some good weeks, but he's gonna have some of these other weeks. These like duds he's been having like later on in the year too. So all uh, right, you good to move on to the last one? Yep. All right. We'll say the best for last. It's gonna be James Robinson, <laughs> baby, RBA, you know. Ah, he's back. He's back. Yeah, let's talk about Jacksonville as a whole though. So let's include Urban Myers drama. Let's can let also include Levista Schnault too in there. So so James Robinson finally gained the usage that he deserves absolutely deserves and he's continuing what he's doing last year just being the absolute efficient monster just proving the disrespect wrong again first team all disrespect by the analyst so he's up to he's, he's right next to uh, derrick henry there but um yeah i, I think he, this is going to continue i, I uh, believe that james robson is going to be a back-end
0: rb1 high-end rb2 the rest of the year so dynasty Travis Etienne comes back year two what are you doing
1: I'm starting James Robinson with confidence. It, with ETN back, yeah, he's hurt. He's missing his whole rookie year. It's not even like you, a, a minor injury.
0: Not year one, year two.
1: He's gonna miss OTAs again. Yeah, he's gonna get. He's gonna come back during the preseason. Is he, he really before preseason? Yeah, he's gonna okay. miss OTAs probably. I think hmm. the injury is like on point to be right after OTAs, so maybe they rush him back. But uh, yeah, I, I expect to miss OTAs.
0: It's pretty much full off season though. So. Yeah, so
1: I, I I think I don't. Know, there's like data on like rookies being their whole rookie year, and it's like not good. But yeah, I think Dan Robinson solidifies his role. I think you think Urban Meyer's out here, or what? Do you think a new new coach staff comes in?
0: Dude, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm telling you, that man is not fit to be an NFL head coach. Uh, we knew it from the get go. We talked about it. That was one of the biggest red flags I saw with uh, Trevor Lawrence. We've got. Uh, I think people overlook the 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 reality of the situation. This isn't a first-time NFL head coach. This is a first-time NFL coach. Period. Uh, the guy has no experience coaching NFL at any level. So I mean, he made the the joke. I can't remember who it was against, but they beat the the hell out of him. And after the game, he said, "Oh, the NFL every week you're playing Alabama. Like, yeah, man, these are the best of the best. Like, yeah. it's it's baffling you." Didn't have that mindset that you're <laughs> you're gonna have to game plan and come up with elite game plans to win. I don't know. I'm just not a I'm not a fan. He brought in Tim Tebow, who's 34 years old, to play tight end. Not even a position he's ever played. The man's been making bad decision after bad decision. Uh, now okay. he's getting danced on by some. Young woman at a club or something, and he's married. Yeah, it's not lie. a good look. There's, there's so, a video
1: too where he's grabbing her butt. I, I saw that the video. Yeah, so, so, um, so it's, it's not a good look. I, um, yeah. I if, if you leave, I, I know the next coaching staff's going to fall in love with James Robinson. Uh, we saw <laughs> we saw DJ Charco down to injury. I believe this gave rise to this. Just breakout, to which I think is coming now. I, I absolutely would be locking in like Chenault as a weekly start and feel good about it.
0: Sorry, I was, at, I was laughing at Tariq's comment down here. He said, he said, Jake, if I was a coach, I'd bring you in as a tight end. Bro, I am 5'8", and that is, that is, not, that is a terrible coaching decision. I'm best as a slot receiver, tops.
1: Uh, That's funny, dude. Because my, my, my unit, like one of my boys plays football, and he's all like, you're a waste of height. You, you should be a tight end in the NFL. What are you, 230, 6'2"? Two? You could be a tight end. I'm like, ah, yeah, I need don't, 20 don't more shoot. pounds. 6'5", uh, yeah, yeah.
0: 250 if you want to yeah. be a good tight end. Uh that's funny, um, yeah. But uh, Lavisca but, uh, did finally have a good week. Uh, I think yeah, that's but, pretty much all I've got. Go ahead, that's
1: it. And and speaking of tight ends, let me just roll right into Friday's
0: episode preview.
1: I'm going to be talking about the upcoming tight end class in 2022. Um, looking at, of course, I always bring up Jake's numbers and just what we look for in tight ends. Um, it's kind of hard to really actually guess your tight end. There's one that really excites me this year, and then there's like five or six maybes they'll get overhyped and someone's going to spend a second on them but you know as me as my policy is i'm not spending up on tight ends ever unless they're guaranteed studs like you know like how Pitts, hawk uh font fan when he came out those three guys was pretty gone but anyway yeah, i'm not spending high on tight ends and that uh,
0: wraps it up for me you got any any closing words uh no sir make sure you guys tune in on friday uh Mike's going to talk some college football with you guys, and I will be back on Tuesday, and we'll recap the week as usual, talk about the buy lows, sell highs, waiver wire. We'll make sure we hit everything. Uh, actually, let's make sure we get Tariq's question. Uh, yeah, come on, Tariq, quick. hurry
1: up, man. Come on.
0: He said, well, start this I don't week. know. Let's hear it. But Damian Williams versus Las Vegas, Damian Harris versus Houston, or Trey versus Arizona. That's Damian Williams easy for me. How do you see that? Because I don't see that. It's in the comments. It's like halfway up. Oh, okay. Yeah, right, we missed. Yeah, Damien Williams for me, and that's not close. Okay, Williams.
1: Or Damien Harris. Oh, yeah, both the both the Damien's.
0: You gotta pick one. He says pick two. Oh. Right, pick two. two, yeah. Yeah, both the both the Damien's.
1: Yeah, both the Damien's. Uh, All right, see you guys.
0: We're out.